0: Extraordinary Asian Women is a podcast featuring Asian women and the journey to their extraordinary lives. My name is Claudia Chen, and in this journey together, I'll help you build the curiosity to know yourself, the compassion to love yourself, and the courage to be yourself in order to bring out the unicorn in you. As a life coach, wife, and mom, I will share with you my stories along with other Asian women to inspire and encourage you to live the life you've always dreamed of. I'm excited about this. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Extraordinary Asian Women Podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest with me. She is a native of San Jose, California, and she earned a BA in psychology from the University of Redlands. During her undergraduate studies, she interned at the Loma Linda Behavioral Medical Center as a behavioral health specialist. Inspired by the idea that there is more to healing than just changing brain chemistry, she decided to pursue a career in naturopathic medicine as an avenue to explore whole-person healing. Along with it, she is an international best-selling author of the book Asian Women Trailblazers Who Blossom, and the ebook, The Best Book on uh, Naturopathy: A Guide for Starting a Career in Naturopathic Medicine. I'd like to introduce you to Doctor Julie Tran Olive. Hello, Doctor Julie. I'm ecstatic to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Claudia. I'm
1: very excited to be on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored to ha- be on your podcast.
0: Yes, I'm really excited because we are in the same book together, and so that was how I got to know Julie, and um, I'm really excited to be chatting more with you about today's topic, And but before we start, can we get you to tell our listeners what your cultural background is and a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure, absolutely. So my cultural background, I'm Vietnamese. I'm basically, you, I would say, first generation, right? My parents are boat people, so they immigrated to... America in the 80s, right, you know, small boat from Vietnam to Thailand, refugee camp, and then to America. So I was born actually one week after my parents came to the country. (laughs) So my uncle jokes around that, like, (laughs) I waited to be an American citizen. (laughs) I was smart enough to wait. Um, So that I'm, like you said, I'm a San Jose native. So I grew up in San Jose, the Bay Area, born and raised went to school, University of Redlands for my undergrad, which is Southern California. So at the time I decided, you know what, I need to see how the East Coast lives. So when I went to naturopathic school, there were schools on the West Coast, but I decided I'm going to go to the East Coast to see how things are. So University of Bridgeport in Bridgeport, Connecticut was where I went for that. And yeah, different cultural stuff. Like when I first got to the East Coast, I was like, wow, customer service is horrible (laughs) people are so rude but no actually that's just the way the east coast is um what i did have to get used to where i thought was interesting because in on the west coast in california when you say you want your coffee regular it's just black coffee but when you say you want a regular coffee in the east coast it's actually uh already has cream and sugar in it so i was like oh that's that's interesting so (laughs) some little cultural differences like that but it was a great experience and then I you know family and friends are back here so I eventually made my way back to San Jose and so I'm here I am licensed as a naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist and I have a private practice in South San Jose so I'm happy to be here
0: wow so what made you go into naturopathic medicine
1: so like you said in my intro um, my BA was in psychology and I've always you know always was fascinated by what motivates us and why we do the things we do and why we act the way we act um so but uh, so as a college student I was like oh I'm going to become a psychiatrist that's what I want to do right and one of my professors was smart enough to say are you sure that's what you want to do? Because that's a lot of schooling. Like you have to go to medical school, then you have to specialize and, and, you know, being in of course, you know, everything. So you're like, yes, of course, that's what I want to do. Uh, and then uh, he, so it's all about who, you know, and networking. So he's like, okay, well, maybe you should shadow someone. And his neighbor happened to be the director of the Loma Linda Medical Center at that point for, right? And so I interned there and I realized, yeah, it's not what I signed up for because when I was in there, there were certain patients that the doctors, they only saw them for like five, 10 minutes and it was, oh, let's change up their medication because they're still depressed. But part of that is some of them were still depressed because they've been there an entire month and no one's come to visit them. No family, no friends, they're basically alone in a sense, right? As there's better healing to that. And growing up in Asian household with like home remedies and like herbal medicine, I was like, there's got to be a better way to heal. There's got to be more to just like changing brain chemistry or just taking a pill. There's there's got to be there's the bigger picture, right? Because we're complex beings. So when I was looking into it and going, there's got to be a better way, I found naturopathic medicine. And like I said, I decided that East Coast, I was young enough, no one expected me to really get a job. <laughs> right after college. So I was like, okay, here's my chance. Let's explore the East Coast, see how, you know, the East Coast lives. And I've made wonderful friends, you know, through naturopathic school and things. And we're still friends to this day. We, you know, my colleagues, sometimes we call each other on complicated cases to kind of do the hive mind thing. Like, what am I missing? What else can I be doing? And so it's been great to do that.
0: Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah, definitely. Because like a lot of times when we go see a doctor, it's like the wait time is so long, but you only see them for a few minutes and they really only talk about the symptoms. But the mm-hmm. symptoms is actually the end result. That's kind of like what's being expressed, but there is a root cause to it. And your job, it's more digging down more into the root cause and treating that. And um, I think that's what we we need more of and I am so glad that you're doing that and of course today we're going to talk about self-care mm-hmm, and absolutely. um and I would love for you to share with us like w- what is one of your biggest struggles that you have to overcome to be who you are today in order to lead into the self-care like how, why is self-care so important to you?
1: Because it's the basis for health it is the basis of how we stay healthy and how we have the quality of life that we want, right? If you want to live a life without limits, you want to be able to do whatever you want to do for however long you want to do it, self-care is the most important. You have to participate in your own health, right? You -hmm. have to participate in your own healing. Just like, you know, some people, have been on blood pressure medication for five years, 10 years, right? But their blood pressure is still high. Then why are you still taking it? (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. going to be something else to that, right? Just Mm -hmm. an example. Um, One of my biggest struggles was uh, growing up, right? Um, If you know me, I'm more of a curvier woman, right? Which is not stereotypical what Asian women are supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be petite, right? Small. And I'm not that, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of times, right? A lot of the judgment and self-criticism or not self-criticism but criticism came from family who was like you know you would look better xyz I mean even uh, one family member was like look at your fingers they're, they're 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 slender right and so we know that you know being you know being bigger it's not it's not genetic it, it, it's it's just because you just need to lose weight you're actually thin there's a thin person inside, <laughs> it's just like, oh. what? what is that right. about, right, I mean, I was even told that, oh, you know, in order to be successful in life, you have to be thin, right, mm-hmm. and so that, that usually, that was kind of like having to overcome that, you know what, it actually doesn't matter, I may not look like all the other Asian women out there, but I'm not like all other Asian women out there, right? exactly. I'm who I am, right, mm-hmm. and so just having to just be like, you know, just staying away from that negative, negative talk, right. And not letting it bother you or get under your skin. Mm -hmm. Right. And then just doing what you need to do to, or what I need to do to stay healthy and be healthy. Right. Because there's this, I don't know if you're aware, there's this whole movement, which I digress on um, health at any size. Right. Mm -hmm. And this whole movement about um, fat phobic doctors, right. Who say everything is all your health problems that you're complaining about. is just because of your weight, which is not necessarily Mm -hmm. true right? Mm -hmm. And so there's this whole movement about, you know, just because you're a bigger person doesn't mean you're not healthy, right? Right. It's just all other aspects being equal and things. So overcoming that and just being true to who I am is one of the biggest things. So that's why my big thing is always self-care. My philosophy has always been you spend, we spend twenty four seven with yourself, you're the person that spends the most time with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can turn all of that time into self-care time, or what I say treatment time, think about how much healthier you are, right? Or how much healthier you would be. Mm. You can come into my office, I can do an acupuncture treatment for you, right? You can come to my office and we can do a consultation and do all that stuff. And yes, that is treatment time, right? And that is your self-care time, but that only lasts for the duration of our time together right what happens the rest of the time that you're with yourself and that's why I think it's so important because if you can make certain choices and just think about each every moment that you spend with yourself has treatment time or self-care time then your healing is going to be so much greater I take the example of at one point I was watching this Korean drama it was 62 episodes and you know mm-hmm. each episode is about an hour right 50 minutes or so I mean, I didn't watch it all at once, right? Mm-hmm. but when you consider 62 episodes, so let's say it's an hour, that's 62 hours that I could have done something else with. What if I spent 62 hours learning how to play the piano, learning a foreign mm-hmm. language, learning a new skill, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, 62 hours into your own self-care and your own health and your own treatment, what is that going to do for you, right? In terms of your mental health, your physical health. So that's why I think it's very important that when we spend so much time with with ourselves we have to figure out how to turn it into self-care time and Mm -hmm. what do we call self-care time because just reframing like you know you're a great coach Miss Claudia you talk to clients all the time about their mindset right and reframing certain things and so I always like to reframe it like okay so if you're sitting down and you decide you're going to have a drink right so are you going to order the water or the soda so you think about it if you pick water that's self-treatment time right because you've the healthier beverage right now am i saying you can't drink soda sure drink soda occasionally but everything is in moderation right so if you think about that every little thing that you do that you can consider self-care going to get your nails done right that's self-care time That's time that you've taken out and money you're investing in yourself right you're Mm -hmm. pampering yourself you're saying you're worth it you're paying the money right you're worth it you're paying it forward you're helping somebody keep their livelihood your nail salon tech person right but you're also investing in yourself because it's self-care time Right. Mm-hmm. Every time you go to get a massage, every time you go get your hair done. Right. It goes for men too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anytime you do any of that stuff, it's all self-care time. Anytime you take a moment or you tell your family, I need some me time, that's all self-care. Mm-hmm. That's that's all you do. Every time you take the stairs instead of the elevator, that's self-care. Right. So as long as we can reframe and start thinking that way, right? Because you know yourself the best, you spend the most time on yourself. So If you can take an active role in your healing, it's going to be so much better.
0: Yeah. And I think the very first thing, um, whether it's going to Dr. Julie to talk about your health problems or coming to a coach to talk about your mindset, everything starts with the awareness, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times our brain is so interesting because in terms of it just wants to be the most efficient and you just you just go on autopilot and you're like, oh, I'm just going to prop down to watch the K-drama as you we were talking about. And it's like, it's just your brain on autopilot, not really paying attention. And that self-care really is the conscious decision that you're making to put it back to yourself. And um, it is so important because it's only when we are aware of it, then you got, kind of got, get to question it a little bit and then make that active decision for yourself. And that is the very first step to actually changing your life. Because if, if you are not aware, then you can't really change what's going on. And a lot of times, I was, um, you were talking about like, putting yourself into like um, taking some time to do like even your nails um, for your hair, right? Like I'm also guilty of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need a haircut, but it's like, I don't even like <laughs> put put in the time. It's like, I don't have time and all of those things that we we think is true, but it's not really. And it's like, oh, what about if I just do make that choice to say, hey, let's just make a choice to um, book an appointment, to see, Mm -hmm. to, to get my hair (laughs) cut
1: and I need to do that. It's a reminder,
0: a great, great conversation too. Right.
1: And so here's the thing, what I've learned from other coaches that I've worked with and talked to, right. Is that you want to be the master of your calendar, right? If you want more time with vacation time with family and things like that, the best thing you can do is schedule all of your family vacation and time off first. You schedule that first in your calendar, and then you schedule all the work around it. Mm-hmm. Right, and even the self care. Where right? I have a person, I have a friend, she schedules out. All of her massages, like she does a massage once a month. So that's already scheduled. She schedules out all of her nail appointments ahead of time, schedules out all of her haircuts ahead of time or her hair appointments, right? Whether, whatever she's doing to her hair, but it's all scheduled in. She is her client. So she's booking time. If you consider yourself your client and you book your own time for scheduling yourself, but you're scheduling self-care time in there, right? So then it's already booked. You can't, it's an appointment. You got to keep it,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good tip, actually, for the listeners to take away is actually put in all the fun times that you want, like all the date nights with your spouse, all the all the me times for like the hair appointments, the massage. Those are so important. And I'm going to have to implement that again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and even oh just God. some breathing time, right? Stretching mm-hmm. time, yoga yep. time, whatever de-stressing time, So, however mm-hmm. you de-stress is how or however you kind of just take a breather from the day and just process it right however you do that that should be scheduled too
0: right okay. that
1: way you can run your schedule the way you want it and you're not a slave to your calendar the calendar is working for you
0: yeah yeah definitely um Julie is there anything you would like to share with our listeners in terms of like self self-care or do you have any final thought thoughts for our for our listeners
1: uh, yes self-care is very easy like you said it just starts with awareness. And it could just be as simple as I'm just going to drink more water, right? I'm going to take five seconds to take a breather before I respond to this email that has irritated me, (laughs) whatever it is, right? If you just take a moment, pause, right? And decide, right? And even just the the thought is, is this going to get me closer to my goal, whatever it may be, or is it going to get me further away from the goal, right? And so you decide that action, whatever it is to, to do then you decide how you're going to either stay closer to the goal whatever the goal is or get further away from it and so it's just very simple it could just be even taking two seconds to just do two deep breaths and then call it a day right mm. so it's very simple it doesn't have to be grand big things where okay i'm gonna go run a marathon right for self-care or, or no it's just very simple baby steps right and as long as you realize and aware that you are worth it and you deserve the time, right? You will be able to participate in your own healing. And then when you come to my office, it'll be magic. <laughs> it'll, oh, it'll just yeah. happen, right? And you'll heal. And I'll just be like, great, you did all of that work yourself. All mm-hmm. I was here was to be your coach or just to help guide you in terms of supplements or nutrition or whatever it is. But for the most part, you did all of that. I didn't do anything. I just was like, here's what we should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Here's, Mm -hmm. right? And then you take it from there, right? So as long as you're an active participant and you're aware and you just take tiny little things every day, it should be good.
0: Yeah. And what you were talking about is you have to, not have to, but knowing that the goal of all of this is just... You're worthy, you're worthy to schedule this time for yourself, right? Right. To notice that I'm just going to take even just five minutes, as you said, for a breather to say after you anything that happens, just for you, you're worthy to not get run over by whatever other people say, by what's happening outside. You take that time for you. And if you can decide to do that for you, then it's already the first small step toward the bigger goal. And, right. um, and
1: basically you're choosing you, you are choosing you, you have to choose you, you right? Because in the you. end, no one, you're going to choose you. <laughs> you have to, right. Yeah. Because you have to be here. If you, the people that you care about, your spouse, your children, grandchildren, whoever it is, right. If you know that they're depending on you, right. Then you have to choose you because you have to have enough energy. You have to be healthy enough to be able to care for them, right. And to be around for them. So if you always choose you, life is good.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I would like you to, I know we're, we're, we are we're were supposed to be wrapping up, but I want you, because you brought this thing up and I want to harp on it a little bit more because a lot of times as Asian women or even women in general, we are so, um we were trained, right? We were trained to say, oh, you're supposed to be taking off every, care of everyone around you. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to care. If you are taking um, time for yourself, you're too selfish. What would you like to say to that? Because we are just as right. a whole.
1: Be selfish. And it's not selfish. Itself is, right? You have to fill your cup first, right? That's why on the airplane, they tell you, put your mask on first before you put on the child's mask. Why? Because if you pass out, who's going to put the child's mask on, mm-hmm. Right. If you are running on empty, you can't give anymore, right? If you, women, yes, gender roles, socialization, right? Training, right? We're considered, we're we're supposed to be more nurturing, right? We're supposed to put everyone first. Okay, that works up to a certain point, but at a certain point, when your cup is empty, there's nothing else to give, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll just feel guilty about not being able to give, right? Um, or not being able to spend that time with your children, your spouse or whatever, because you're empty. So mm-hmm. you have to fill your tank before you can go, mm-hmm. right? So fill your tank, choose you first, be self is instead of self selfish and your cup will overflow. And when it overflows, it goes everywhere. It goes mm-hmm. to whoever is around you. And that is where the magic of healing, the magic of self-love, of self-care comes from, right? It's, it, it's gonna affect everyone. And when you model that behavior, everyone around you, will say like, oh, I want to be like her. She's Mm -hmm. so, she seems so healthy, so happy, right? I want to do that. How do I do that? And sure Mm -hmm. enough, right? You have to start by choosing you and being selfish. Be selfish. That's fine. I'm okay. Right? It's okay. Choose you. No one, they may be, it might be new to them. So they may be like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean you're Mm -hmm. saying no? Well, you know, you, that's your boundary, right? You, you can say no very nicely say, you know, I would love to do that, but I really don't have the bandwidth for that right now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Check with me, check back with me in, you know, two months, three months, whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? If it's a big project that you're asked to help on or whatever you want to take on, and it's something that, yes, you would like to help your friend your colleague with, but right now you just can't do it. Just say, I, I really can't do it right now, but if, you know, if you still need my help in two months, Great. Right, I'll be there then. Right, that type of thing. Right, but you have to choose you. You, mm-hmm. you have to fill your cup first before you can fill other people's cup.
0: Yeah, that's why I wanted Julie to talk about this a lot because a lot of times we are, we feel guilty for not being able to give more, and then we feel like by giving a, a giving ourselves more, then we get more love, but then we get run on empty. And it's so hard to want to give more, but when you are selfish, when we are self, self, when you're selfish and take care of yourself, then everything feels so much lighter. And you're like, oh, I can actually give more love. It's actually very interesting, and um, it's a concept that is kind of backwards. <laughs> you gotta you actually have to be more selfish in order to give more love. Mm-hmm. just because your cup is full and it's so cliche but it's so true that's why I wanted Julie to talk about that thank you so much for being on with us today I wish that we have a little bit more time but if other people want to come and find you and work with you how do they find you Julie
1: well thank you for having me thank you listeners for spending the time with us tonight or today whenever this podcast is, uh, is airing um, basically you can go to my website which is svnaturalhealth.com right it's also my instagram handle uh, or you can find us on facebook so it's silicon valley natural health i do offer a free 15-minute consultation um, so that we can find out if we're truly a good fit for each other if i can truly help you my thing is if i can't help you i will find someone who can help you because i want you to get the help you need it doesn't necessarily have to be me it has to be a person that you're going to dive with so that that magical healing of self care and self love happens so wherever it is however it is you can you know contact me through the website and see how it goes you can even find me in the book asian women trailblazers who boss up along with miss claudia chan there right so if you haven't read it or you haven't gotten a copy grab a copy. It's on Claudia's website. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Grab a copy, read about 16 extraordinary women who are bossing up, right? And get inspiration, right? Because we're inspired by other stories, other struggles. And you will see that we've all been there, right? It might be a slightly, the story might be slightly different. The journey might be slightly different, but the lessons are the same. We've been there. We know, right? And so you can do it too. If we've gone through everything, you can do it too. And that's why we're here. We've gone through it. We're coming back for the rest of you.
0: Yes. Yes. So good. And uh, I will be having all of Julie's uh, contact in the show notes. Um, Yes. Reach out to her. And as she said, like, it's not just her who's, who can help you if she knows of people and she has a vast um, network of people who can help you with anything in terms of um, physical health, emotional health um, and, and everyone and everything that is, blocking you in any way she will know someone and she'll find someone so please reach out to her thank you so much Julie for being with us today
1: thank you for having me